This is Bros Watch PLL2. I am Benjamin Light. Marco Sparks is who he is. And today we're going to be talking about S2E6, Pretty Little Liars, Never Letting Go. Mm-hmm. So. The very first word we see is fashion. Episodes about the school fashion show. I wish I could say this sort of thing never happens in real life, but our school did have a, a stupid fashion show too. So, which was carried out with maybe one fiftieth of the professionalism shown in this episode. Yeah, we did not live in like a a rich Rosewood community either. So, I guess you can give them did somewhat even, of a pass. Did they even pretend that it was for charity though? It's for the junior board, I believe they say in this episode. Whatever that no, is. No, I mean at our school, was it even did they even pretend? No, at our school it was like some some locally owned like clothing company was putting it on to get you to try to shop there or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. The less for- said about that, the better. There's a lot of camouflage, I remember. It was it was that time in the late nineties. Camouflage and like shirts that were worn as dresses. Uh huh. Yeah, it was basically just like a lot of like upskirt shots. America. If you want to go there, sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, so this is a charity fashion show at Rosewood. We open on the girls are all folding folding brochures for this fashion show. Uh, Spencer's kind of in charge of this endeavor, but they're all helping her fold. Mm-hmm. They're still talking about Ian and and whatnot. Obviously, they they just had the reveal recently that uh, Ian probably didn't kill Allison. But Spencer points out that Allison tried to kill her, and you know, fuck him anyway. And also, she still thinks Alan could have killed Allie. Just like maybe he just killed her later on that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're basically giving us some exposition, catching us up from like the last ten minutes of uh, the previous episode. Um. That it we'll find out an interesting detail. I don't know if it's going to benefit in the future, but so we saw the full kissing rock video in the previous episode and we mm. find out here, uh, or maybe we heard it before, but it was a good refresher for me. That's two miles from the kissing rock back to Allison's house. Yeah. So it's definitely a walk. Hannah, uh, states the obvious question that if Ian didn't kill Allie, did a interesting silence from the four liars of this mm-hmm. except i'm sure you picked up the look on aria's face mm-hmm. aria is always good for interesting expressions on this show especially when it comes to intrigue around this topic um so yeah the fashion shows in a few days Arya didn't invite ezra because he's out of town presenting a paper at a conference which sounds like bullshit yeah. Sounds like Ezra's like busy visiting his like other family he never told Arya about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and so then the girls quickly change subject to Hannah and Caleb. Hannah talks about how she wore the wrong kind of lip gloss when kissing Caleb, so it was all gross and she got like hair on her lips. Yeah. It looks like it's supposed to be wet, mm. but instead it's just sticky. And all the other girls can kind of, uh, they, they sympathize. That's some girl talk there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Spencer points out that now they, it, K- Hannah's like pretending she's not back with Caleb yet, even though everyone knows she is. Uh, and so Spencer points out that this is the first time that they've all had, uh, you know, boyfriends or girlfriends at the same time. Mostly yeah. just because she wants to talk about Toby. Yeah, yeah. And they kind of tease her about 
as Toby turns Spencer into a romantic, and when she says that she's she's always been a romantic. Mm-hmm. Um, so Arya gets a text uh, that we everyone kind of teases her, assuming that it's Ezra, and so she steps out to handle this, and it's not from Ezra; it's from Jason. She gets a creepy text from Jason in the middle of the night. I feel like this show's trying really hard to convince us that Ezra has some competition here. But uh, I think we all know that the Ezra is OTP, so nothing will convince me that anything else could come between Ezra well, and Arya. And Jason just seems too dumb, too stoned, and too, we don't too, know like how, fried. We don't know how old he is. He might actually even be older than Ezra somehow. I think he probably is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The text says, "Can we meet now?" <laughs> It's so, like the middle of the night, or it's like sure. And so yeah, like she she steps away, and Spencer teases her and says, "Well, tell Ezra we say hi." And Arya just kind of mm-hmm. smiles and texts Jason back, "Yes." Mm-hmm. Arya lying as usual. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's talk about Arya first here. Uh, she goes to meet Jason in his car. Jason wants Arya to keep his whole revelation about how he thought he might have killed Ali a secret. This is a oh, just, just aesthetic note here. This is a nice car. This is not a, like a dumpy car. It's a convertible. Mm-hmm. It it really like it's like season two. Jason murdered season one. Jason and stole his car. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Um, Arya will keep the secret because she owes him for Mikey. We're handling the thing with Mike and the the break-ins. Yeah. Um, we find out from Jason that Allison's mom is on the board of the fashion show. Uh, some would say that she is the board. The board of this like junior league thing, which puts on the fashion show, I think is how that works. No Presumably they do something is. else besides the fashion show. Yeah, no idea what the junior league is. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's just another piece of info that Jason provides for the Arya to feel skis by. So she takes off. There's a good like lurker shot of Arya walking away from Jason's car. Where it's kind of like handheld like from behind some bushes. Which I yeah, think we can assume that uh, that that's A. Yeah, A is presumably spying on them. Uh, yeah. A's like, uh, thank God they're all in one place. It's so much easier. <laughs> Which this leads Clarence to what you were saying, or Clarence to what you were saying that uh, sometimes A is just outside in the bushes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes it's not fancy high tech cameras or any of that nonsense. It's just A out in the bushes. I think so. Uh, yeah. So then. The four liars have lunch with Jessica De Laurentiis because she's back in town for the fashion show. Played by a new actress, yes. Yeah. Uh, and she will continue to be Jessica De Laurentiis for the rest of the show. Yes. Believe so. Believe so, yeah. I mean, this is the same actress who plays her in season four. Not to give anything away, but yes. Yeah. Um, this is the second Jessica De Laurentiis or the third? Uh, I think it's second. I don't know. I mean, I don't think, I think, we saw her I think it's just a second. We see her like the funeral, I think, in the first episode. Right, right. And it's obviously like, well, that the, the, the pilot is interesting because almost none of the parents, except for like Arya's and uh, yeah. Emily's mom, stay the same. Well, Nash. I can't remember if we've never, if we've ever talked about this on the podcast, but do you know who is originally supposed to play Arya's dad? Who? Alexis Denisov. Wow, really? Yeah, <laughs> that would have been wild. Uh, Wesley from Angel playing Arya's dad. How did he like do the pilot and like get like let go? Or I'm not sure if he ever filmed or not, but I know he was originally cast. 
How interesting. That would Byron would have been a much different and probably Byron probably it would have been like a ran effect, especially if they use the English accent. I think he would have come off as like superficially nicer, but like when you think about it, even creepier. You know, Lex Denisov's not actually British. He isn't. No, you're you're lying to me. No, he's not actually British. I don't believe you. What is he like? Australian? He's just American. He's just American with a Russian name. You shouldn't lie. It's completely <laughs> not true. I really used to think that I don't know. Someone had told me, and so I believed it at first that Anthony Stewart Head was American. <laughs> but you know what? But the reason why is because during Buffy, I was confused with the whole because I I knew that there was some shenanigans going on with the accents because you had Marsters and Denisoff and Anthony Stewart yeah. Head. And like I remembered Anthony Stewart had from those goddamn Folgers commercials with the couple. Yeah, yeah. And so like I believe he had an American accent if he spoke any lines in that or whatever. I don't know, but yeah. So I, I but yeah, he's he's American. Motherfucker. I know, right? My so, whole my whole teenage years are a lie. Here's the thing about actors, fucking bastards. Anyway, there is one brief bit I want to mention before we get to that lunch at the jessica de Laurentiis. in another scene where Arya's is talking to ezra spencer just throws out the uh i'm sorry aria throws out the who knows what jason is feeling right now and spencer says apparently you into her coffee <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh and that that brief little scene of spencer um spencer first gets the email from jessica de Laurentiis, and she's afraid to check it and then aria gets the email on her phone and she dives right in mm-hmm. So at the lunch, we find out that Jason came into some family money, which is why he bought that house. Uh, Allie's mom gives him all dresses for the fashion show. Allie's dresses, like her old dresses. Which, uh, later on, I'm not going to buy. Well, I mean, because like, those dresses, like the way they have to resize them for the various girls, like like Emily's dress is huge on her at first before it gets like, you know, like tailored. I'm just going to go ahead and say I don't know anything about how dresses are sized, so I'm going to leave that alone. I'm just saying that Emily's a bigger girl than Allison. But uh, this is a minor detail. that Hannah orders the Chinese chicken salad, which we find out was Allison's favorite, <laughs> where the hell they're eating. Yeah. Um, uh, so we get a quick flashback, because the girls recognize these dresses. Flashback to when Allie was trying them all on. And Allie's her typical self. She makes like a fat shaming comment to Hannah about how like that dress only stretches so far. You won't fit, you know. And then she says about the dresses that they're all one of a kind and all mine, just like you guys. And essentially, they they cut back to the girls, you know, present day. They all look really skis. They all look like they would rather not even remember Allie right now. Like they're all kind of like. Not in the uh, sympathetic to Allison mood, it seems like in this episode of they're being forced to like memorialize her again. Yeah, yeah, and they they begrudgingly say yes. Wait, real quick tangent: there's we'll never find out the answer to this, but this is the eighth annual fashion show. Okay, presumably there was one the previous year, like when Arya was gone, and probably all yeah. the rest of the girls weren't friends. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was just wondering about that. Um, yeah. So later, the mom. The mom leaves. We find out well, that you're, she... you're skipping over the, the oh. big detail here, which is that she's given them these dresses, and Spencer's like, I'm not sure what you're asking us. And Jessica's like, oh, I'd like you to wear these for the fashion show for, like, a tribute to Allison. 
And they're all like just really like grossed out by the idea of having to wear their dead friend's clothes at a fashion show. Yeah. But none of them can really say no, even though they want to. Yeah. So like I said, they begrudgingly say yes. Um, eventually, the just because the other one just leaves, and <laughs> we find out the detail from from the girls that uh, she's had a couple bloody marys at this uh, lunch. Yeah. Maybe even had one to go. But uh, the fashion show has a board, which may or may not consist solely of Jessica De Laurentiis, and a student committee, of which currently it's believed that Spencer is the head. But she's missed mm-hmm. a couple meetings because, uh, you know, oh, she's... We can talk about Spencer show. later. Well, we can get, it'll, we it'll get to Spencer when we get to Spencer, but... But, I mean, they, they mentioned that in the opening, that, that Spencer's missed some of the committee meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then something with photos... So there's going to be some photos needed for this tribute to Allie thing. And so Arya volunteers to go talk to Jason about this to help pick out photos. And the rest of the girls are like, ew, Jason. Yeah. Um, so meanwhile, Arya goes and has a chat with her mom. And she asks, is it possible to black out and forget a whole chunk of time? Now, you, the, the viewer, if you're not aware of our wonderful theory, may be thinking, oh, she's talking about Jason here. She's wondering is 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 Jason really able to black out and lose like a whole like day of time or a year of time? Mm-hmm. I believe she's talking about herself here. I think Arya's dissociative. Um, so Ella makes a joke, you know that you know there's a couple nights in college she doesn't remember, and then so she asks Arya what she means. Ella's like, "LOL, date raped." Yeah, Arya's like, "Well, there's this guy, blah blah blah. Something happened. My friends think it's convenient that he doesn't remember stuff." So then Alice suggests this very kind, motherly thing that sometimes people forget things that they need to forget mm-hmm. and events will help to jog their memory. But really what Ella, who is the mother of this teenage girl, should be saying is, what the fuck kind of people are you associating with? <laughs> Maybe Ella knows that Arya is dissociative and so she's just keeping up appearances by pretending what? it's a friend that we're talking about. No joke, like, whether it's yourself or it's your friend, like, oh, I just, they black out for large portions of time. Get scared. That's Get normal, really right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the start of the conversation was Ella, you know, asking Arya if she's uncomfortable and that she can call Jessica De Laurentiis and, and, you know, put a halt to this or something, do something mm-hmm. motherly. And Arya says, no, it's fine. It's just a lot of memories. I just think Arya is actually talking about herself this whole conversation. It makes so I much think sense. Every conversation is Arya talking about herself. True, true. Um, so that later at school in that little quad area, uh, Arya is sitting with Jason on her laptop, showing him the photos that she picked out. Uh, and one of the photos, it's very interesting the way they're playing the Arya and Jason stuff. Cause like you said, it's like they're trying to tease this kind of tension, this kind of heat. Mm-hmm. But I blame it on the actor in a way because he's he's the oh, vibes Jason? he's giving yeah the yeah. the vibes he's giving off is like I don't like he's like forgotten what colors look like or something like he's reacquainting himself with the world. Half it's the hard time. to uh, take him seriously as anyone's romantic interest, let alone yeah. Arya's. I mean, I guess if he just like kept taking his shirt off, but even Arya, like you know, and, but yeah, so. She throws out that one of the photos specifically is the photo from the day that Allison disappeared. And well, she starts throwing well, she's out very details. unsubtly trying to see if she can, like, trigger a memory in Jason. Yeah. 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 Which, just marvel at the fact that Al- or Arya Montgomery is trying to unsubtly do anything. Mm-hmm. Although I think this is all a, uh, 
I think this is all just a, more a, a ruse by her. We'll get to that at the end of the scene. But eventually Jason catches on to what Arya's up to because she keeps on asking him, like, oh, I'm just worried that, you know, if we show this photo, it might bring back a memory. You know, do you remember anything, anything at all? Yeah. And Jason's like, look, I told you you don't remember anything at all. Not a single thing. So I was blacked out because I was high, you know. And so he kind of bitches off and he's just like, you know, like Arya's like, I'm sorry, it's a mistake. And he's just like, well, it's a mistake I won't make again. And Arya, she kind of like sighs and like looks up and then she smirks a little, like, which makes me think this whole thing was just a setup by her to like rattle Jason. Yeah. Oh, oh Arya. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we get to some of the kind of rehearsal for the fashion show. I just want to point out at one point when Arya is told to like do the walk, uh, Mona says, are your legs always that short? Yes. <laughs> the look on Arya's face. When she stops and looks at Mona, the look on her face, I, I, I don't know how to describe that. It's like stunned. So when do we want to talk about the actual fashion show here? Uh, maybe. Well, let me, maybe let me get one more detail in and then we can, uh, move mm-hmm. on to Hannah. Um, before the fashion show, it's like just about to start. Jason De Laurentiis shows up with his mom. Um, they're like in the dressing room. Like, why is it? It seems pretty inappropriate for him to be back there, where like all the chicks are changing. Well, because seemingly, yeah, like the 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 dressing room, excuse me, is literally the wings on the on the side before you walk on the stage. Is the way they laid it out. But yeah, logistically, that's an amateur move. Well, I mean, these are, these are young girls. These are teenage the girls, and these are dresses that like don't really allow for much underwear. You know, exactly, especially I mean, not bras. They're pretty high class, fancy, a little too sexy dresses for mm-hmm. some of these girls. Yeah, I just thought that was a little weird that Jason's when fine walking through their chest dressing room. When he's making the eyes at Arya too, and Arya's wearing like a bathrobe because she's in <laughs> between dresses here, like further here. Maybe home. they have a little, I don't know, one of those little like screens you can go behind to change. I don't know. It's a little weird. Yeah, it's a little weird. Um, Maybe they, Jason they, is just they, so high and fried they didn't even realize it. Is half the time. Yeah. Well, let's uh, we'll leave the re- the rest of Arya stuff to later and talk about Hannah. Uh, Hannah comes home uh at night this time rather mm-hmm. than the morning, rather than her coming downstairs in the morning. Hannah comes home after Emily's to find her parents are setting up one last dinner, a farewell fling to her dad, Ashley and Tom. Yes. Yeah. And they're kind of joking and laughing, enjoying each other's company. And Tom so- is making martinis. And so Hannah throws out just a completely bitchy line. She says, yes. so what's her dessert? Or are you saving that for your new family? And she's like, glares, walks off. Which, yeah. If I were her dad, I'd be pretty pissed by that. But because he feels As- guilty, he, he he just, like, he's got nothing. He just, like, watches her go. You know, the sad thing is, like, every time you watch an interview with these these actors, like, it's always pretty basic normal boring stuff like what's it like having a twitter fan base or whatever mm-hmm. like i honestly seriously want to sit down with these at least female actors and like discuss like their craft because i want to know like ashley benson is like is the hannah glare like the raccoon eyes glare <laughs> is that a choice or is that just is part a, of her because that's her patented move now that's her picard maneuver right there you know what i mean like yeah yeah she just she just like fires off some daggers and then she's gone well and that's I, I wonder, like, because I don't think you're supposed to be taking Hannah's side when she says that. That's, like, a really rude thing to say to your parents. 
Um, yeah. Also, she's, it's a nice moment. That they yeah, don't yeah, it was like a nice moment that she just took a big old dump on. Yeah, she just threw that grenade and stormed mm-hmm. off. Um, so the next day, presumably it's after school. Yeah, it's after school. Hannah's listening to headphones, dancing around her kitchen like a maniac. I just have uh, written down Hannah dancing with her iPad, LOL. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and her dad kind of comes in and just kind of like does that thing where like he leans up against the the wall and watches her for a moment until she turns mm-hmm. and sees him. And then of course she's pissed. Yeah, yeah. Um, dad says he's going to stay a little longer instead of leaving. You know, that the day. For the fashion show. Stay over the weekend so he can watch the fashion show with her because uh, he misses being around Hannah. And Hannah, and again, throws it all in his face and says that he's only been hanging around because he's still in love with her, her mom. And that he's, he says, stop using me as an excuse. Like, he's not really there to see Hannah. He's really there to see Ashley. And, yeah, so, yeah, because he says that they always fight before he leaves. And so he's trying to, like, avoid that. And so that's when she throws in his face. He seems kind of stunned by that. And so she throws out quickly, you can't even admit it, can you? <laughs> and what what I'm going to throw out to you is that this is all Hannah's move. Yeah. She's trying to basically manipulate her parents back together. Mm-hmm. It's and, like a really uncomfortable version of the parent trap. Yeah. Which, can you just marvel for a minute? Well, I guess you don't really need to marvel at the idea of two Ashley Bensons because you have Lucy Hale. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, she basically then throws him out so she can do her homework. And once he's gone, she well, full on throws away that Thai food that he, he brought over. He brought some takeout. She throws it away. That's any Anytime there's a Hannah and food stuff that there's some sort of symbolism going on. Yeah. Um, usually not in a good way. It's it's not a good thing when Hannah's throwing away food. I don't think. Uh, I just want to point out she does the thing where she's like, "I'm done talking to you," and she's gonna put her headphones back on. Mm-hmm. But like, the she has to like plug in the headphones and then like put one in each ear. She like she doesn't even finish it all the way because it's like you can't do that quickly in an angry way. It just doesn't work. Right, right. And so she just stops halfway through, and her dad leaves. Yeah. So later on, um, during one of the rehearsals, thing Hannah mentioned that she needs an extra ticket for the fashion show for her dad. Her friends all assume it's for Caleb, but it's for her dad. And I like to point out that Arya immediately is like, what's that about? There's no way your parents are getting back together. There's no way your mom and dad are getting back together. Which, as a friend, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Arya's also got some glitter on her face in this scene. I want to point that out. <laughs> um... Actually, no, I have a couple more Hannahs before we, we break off of Hannah. Um, there's, cause there's kind of the, there's a long portion pre fashion show where everyone's like hanging out. Mm-hmm. And so I have a section of my notes. It's just called the mom's club. Oh, yeah. We should is- get to that in just a little bit. I do just want to make a quick note where mm-hmm. Emily's date, Samara, has shown up but brought a friend with her. And so Hannah has the line, How come I don't have a date? And you have a date who brought a date. Yeah, another great line mm-hmm. from Hannah. Hannah's what she wants to be. She is all class. Um, yeah. So the Moms Club, which consists of Ella and Mrs. Fields and Ashley, <laughs> we should we should talk about that in under Emily section. Okay, because that's really an Emily thing. Um, um. So yeah, pre 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 fashion show still. Um, Ashley and Tom have a chat at the before the show starts. Hannah goes off to get some champagne and sees her parents dancing. They're dancing, and the the chat actually has a Tom about how Tom Tom says like, "Oh, this must be the worst thing I did to you." I can't remember what the exact dialogue is, but Ashley says, well, "We'll be on that." And Tom's like, "Are we beyond that? Beyond that?" And she's like, "Yeah." And so it seemingly like 
I, they're, what they're mm-hmm. discussing in a roundabout way is like she's no longer angry at him for leaving her and now they're going to dance. And Hannah spots this and she seems both happy and sad by it, I guess. Yeah. There's some heat there. On the, on the yeah. one hand, she, she likes the idea of her parents getting back together, but on the other, it just does confirm her accusation that the dad is not actually interested in her. She's, you know, the dad's yeah. not being there for Hannah. He's being there because he's interested in Ashley again. Yeah. I mean, she wins or she loses, you know, mm-hmm. in equal measure. Um, yeah, there's some heat there, which as we've covered in a previous episode, um, might just be Laura Layton's natural heat. Yeah. Cause Laura knows the guy playing Tom Marin is boring. Yeah, he is. Uh, yeah. So everyone then asks, Hannah, why she doesn't just get back of Caleb? Well, Caleb's in the audience, and they're like, "Ooh, he's he's like looking hot or whatever." And Hannah's playing it very coy. I think she she wants some power back in this relationship. I think she yeah. realized she gave up a little too much. Well, and I just want to discuss like where the hell did Caleb get the clothes he's wearing? Probably he like some, some serious high paying cyber wolfing. I think he probably like uh like helped out at like a local funeral home or something and like stole some clothes off of a dead body. That's, that's my take. That's an ironic prelude to Ravenswood. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not, I mean, Lord knows he's not like borrowing these out of Lucas's closet. Maybe they are. I, I feel like, uh, like you just imagine the other show that's happening right now where Caleb's living with Lucas, where Lucas's parents are so happy. He has a cool friend and they're pretty mm-hmm. sure this guy isn't gay, you know? <laughs> and so they're like, they're getting Caleb all this stuff. You know, they're like treating him like the son they wish they had. I mean, because he's got like a like a nice blazer, like a, like a crisp white shirt. I think he's even got one of those like pocket things, you know, the pocket squares. But no tie, but like strategically no tie, because he is yeah. a bad boy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Who wears a tie? Mm-hmm. Fucking squares. Um. So there's Emily. Emily. So she has a conversation with her dad on the phone at the beginning about some paper she's writing and. The mom kind of does that thing where she she lets it be known she's having emotions, so Emily can ask why, and the mom misses uh, Emily's dad. Yeah. Or as the you mom would say, just got back from Texas. As you would say, she misses that dick. I was going to just say, like, since you teased me from the previ- that previous episode, um, mm-hmm. I kept wanting to like find a way to crudely make a joke about how Emily just like misses the D, or Emily's mom misses the D, but mm-hmm. uh, Pam Fields is so boring that I can't even go there. <laughs> But that's what she's thinking about that whole time. I mean, yeah, we yeah. can talk she a lot about days. missing people, but yeah. She spent three days with uh, Emily's dad, and uh, it's, really, it's really hard being away from him. Yeah. Um, so Emily suggests that she, that Emily could stay with a friend, and that the mom could go back out to Texas, and that Emily can go join them in June. The mom will live in Texas with uh, Wayne Fields for the rest of the year, and Emily will stay with a friend. Wayne. Wayne and Emily's mom will consider this because she misses the D. And you know that she misses the D because 10 episodes ago, she would have never considered this. Mm-hmm. So meanwhile, we get a shot of uh, set Emily's place. She's trying on Allison's creepy dead girl dress. And Samara's there to help. There's the uh, kind of, you know, sexy proximity to nudity thing where Emily's changing like over you know, in a closet area and Samara can't see, but it's, it's definitely shot and suggested that like, you know, this is a uh, hot and bothering her. This is getting, both of them are a little intrigued at the idea, but like, yeah, if, <clears throat> if this was like a heterosexual relationship and Samara was a male character, this scene would have been a lot skeezier. Eh, maybe. 
I mean, it's not like Emily's like feeling like violated or anything. She's doing the whole no. like peek back out, like holding something over her. her well, I don't chest, think you know? I don't think Emily really realizes what she's doing. What Emily's conveying is that she. Feels I think Emily knows exactly what she's doing. I think that she's first conveying that she feels comfortable around Samara. Mm-hmm. But Samara, you know, yeah, they're 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 clearly presenting that Samara is intrigued by what she's seeing, but she's not like. <sighs> you know yeah um so emily invites samara to the fashion shows samara says that she has plans that evening of somebody and so emily says you know nonchalantly bring your friend i have an extra ticket anyways which we everyone meet- in the audience took like ooh. oh well, because we meet em- uh, samara's friend later when they meet backstage at the uh, fashion show the friend is like a hot redheaded chick named quinn and Samara shows up, introduces them. Samara is like holding hands with this chick. Yeah. Emily's trying to play it really cool and be like, "Oh, well, this is this is all great. We're all lesbian friends." And in her mind, she's thinking, "What the fuck is it going on here?" And, and Quinn is a cute redhead in that way that obviously screams, "Hello, I'm a lesbian." Mm-hmm. Like, "Hello, I am like a stunt double from the L word." Yeah. Um, and and like they they have this banter where they talk about how it's really crowded out there, and Samara says to Quinn, "I may have to sit on your lap." And Quinn's like, "That won't be the first time." And Emily's like, "Hmm." Well, Emily's. I feel like in this scene, Emily obviously Emily doesn't have a a huge amount of experience interacting with other lesbians, so I think a part of her is probably thinking like, "Is this is this how it is?" You know, like like she she doesn't. She doesn't want to immediately like take offense. She's like, maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe this is just how it goes down in the community. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't. I don't have a lot of insight into the the intricacies of the community, especially mm-hmm. with the difference between like men and women. I know in men, there's like a subtle sexism between the idea of the top and the bottom. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the tops look down on the bottoms, etc. With women, obviously, it's not tops and bottoms in the same way is it man and woman i don't know you know i don't know I don't, but um yeah this is this is the point though it's after quinn and samara have gone off to find their seat or whatever the hand is just like how come i have no date and you have a date who brought a date and he's like thanks thanks for pointing that out thanks bitch i hope you trip and fall so then we uh, get the scene where pam is having the mom talk with ashley and ella yeah no, uh, Mrs. Hastings. Apparently, she's too yeah. busy to go to. Even though she's credited show. as a guest star in this episode, is she? She's not in this episode, is she? She's not in the episode, but she's yeah. credited as a guest star. Which, huh. but even though Nolan North is in the episode, yeah. And so Pam's just like, "Yeah, I'm missing Wayne," and they're just like, "Uh huh, girl, we know what you mean." <laughs> I'm missing the D. And then can I just say real quick? I have a single note about Ashley Wine. <laughs> Ashley's got some wine, and Ashley's she just like slamming the wine. Yeah. Ashley's like, "Oh, trust me, it's really easy to get into that groove, that you know." Yeah, you'll be amazed at how quickly you settle back into your groove. And then the three—I mean, so yeah, Mrs. Fields is talking about. I just want to point out, Ashley says that in a way that Pam and Ella are kind of like, uh, you know, because like they know Ashley's divorced, and so they're like, "Hmm, yeah. that—that's one to talk about later between the two of us." Yeah. Um, Mrs. Fields is basically saying that, you know, she's nervous about leaving Emily behind because she feels like, you know, being Emily's mom is her full-time job that she'll be giving up. <laughs> but again, she's been missing the D. Ashley is just like, I don't know what you're talking about. 
I'm a full-time mom. I'm doing great at it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, uh, keeping a close proximity to the D is sometimes closely intertwined with her being a full-time mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, all three women have to kind of take a, take a pause, put a pin in it because, uh oh, here comes that creepy bitch, Jessica De Laurentiis. <laughs> so back to Emily. She, she finally kind of gets up the courage to ask Samara about Quinn, you know, and like, hey, so, uh, who exactly is this chick? And well, because so- Samara has come backstage to basically reaffirm to Emily that she looks good in her dress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. And so Samara's like, well, would it bother you if I was seeing someone else? And they kind of dance around that conversation a little bit. Samara's basically playing the, uh, the you said you wanted to take it slow card. And so it's, it's as though she's like, well, it's not like I'm necessarily dating anyone else, but I'm giving you a taste of what it might feel like to maybe help you make a decision. Like that's, that's my read on it. Samara is doing that in the most good girl way possible samara's like she's this would have been horrible if somebody like maya did it i'm sure oh my or Paige. Paige, yeah yeah samara just seems like an incredibly nice person which Mm -hmm. i feel like means that their relationship is doomed (laughs) yeah um but yeah they both they both affirm it they feel like they're starting to have something and Samara does remind Emily that she was the one who said, you know, it's a few dates here and there. Let's not get too serious. But, yeah. So then let's talk about Spencer before we get to the, the fashion show itself. Um, so after all the girls have left, after the opening from folding the programs, Toby comes by to basically just visit with Spencer and make out in the doorway. Yeah, house. they're just getting all schmoopy. Yeah, because yeah, so- uh, he's awoken the romantic in Spencer Hastings. Toby offers to make some uh, makeup tables for them to use at the fashion offers show. Offers or is voluntold? He's a teen handyman now, so he'll yeah, take but care he's, of it. Yeah, he's a good boyfriend, but he was voluntold. Yeah. Uh, so just as Toby leaves, like literally like right as Toby leaves, Spencer's dad comes downstairs barking at somebody on the cell phone. Yelling about Jason DeLaurentis. That, yeah, he's upset that somebody obviously doesn't have control of the situation. So what the hell is Jason doing back here then? Mm. And then he's he's hunting around for some pretzels that apparently Melissa like uh, ran off he's, with because she went to a five star resort and she brought her own snacks. That's what you do when your uh, husband, who's a killer, dies. Is you you go off to a five star resort somewhere, possibly with the mom. I think I think that's that's where yeah, the mom I is. Yeah, I think later on we'll find out that that's the case. But yeah, yeah. she took her snacks. And so Spencer says, Dad, you're not supposed to have salt. And he says, and you're not supposed to watch me so closely. <laughs> um, find out that uh, the dad has bought a dozen tickets to the fashion show, and he lies to her about who he is on the phone. I don't recall what he says. Some, some Yahoo from the Junior League trying to get him to buy more tickets. And so after he leaves the scene, Spencer, because she's Spencer, picks up the phone and Star 69s it to see that he was actually calling uh jessica de Laurentiis. so that's who, that's who um, he was yelling at he disappears off into his study which is as yet another room that we have no idea what it looks like in the spencer hastings mm-hmm. household mm-hmm. which again i just imagine that that house is massive well, i just like that spencer's at the point now she's so paranoid that like she doesn't trust anyone like her dad just like randomly like happens to yell at someone on the phone and she's gonna like investigate that well because there's so much on this show, amongst pretty much every character, every stratosphere of the plot, from A plot to B plot to C plot to D plot, 
there's somebody who's lying horrendously. Mm-hmm. And it, it puts everyone's like spidey sense on alert. Yeah. Um, so next, next day we have the, uh, the scene where Arya and Spencer have coffee and they talk about the dad lying and getting loud. Well, Spencer, of course, has coffee ready to go. She hands Arya a cup. The cup of coffee is gigantic. Like you could fit a whole bowl of ramen in that thing. And Arya is just like, I just wanted some coffee, not to take a swim in it. Yeah. Spencer's like, what? Well, and again, Spencer's a a bigger girl. She could handle more caffeine than Arya. But uh, but that's a lot of fucking caffeine. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's It's like it's like it's sixteen ounces essentially. Yeah. It's a big gulp of coffee. But uh, Spencer's, you know, asking what's up with Jason. Because as far as Spencer's concerned, he's clearly not alone in that house. Yeah, she still doesn't trust Jason because of the whole Ian thing. Uh, she's also... The, why would you newspaper up your windows? She's also, like, shocked that her dad lied. Uh, yeah. And she thinks Jason's being a creep. Arya's kind of defensive about Jason here, and Spencer says, you don't paper over windows unless you're a vampire. That's very true, Spencer. That's very true. On point, as always. Later on, yeah, Spencer is the one who pointed out that Jessica Delorentis ordered a second Bloody Mary for dessert. For dessert, and then uh, Hannah points out that it was for dinner. Mm-hmm. Hannah's a pro drinker, she would know. Yeah, they the bringing up the champagne in this episode is a subtle, nice reminder that Hannah's an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, there's which, a- is, which the TV, the parlance of TV is a softened characters. They've kind of gotten away from that, unfortunately. Well, Hannah's both an alcoholic and possibly like a bulimic. Um, they Good very, topic. very subtly reference both of those things in this episode. Yeah, good combo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Spencer shows up to the fashion show, like you know, pre pre game ceremony, and it seems that Mona has taken over all Spencer's duties and is running the fashion show herself. Um, because Spencer's been out handling family stuff, but uh, Spencer brought the programs that she folded, which were like 150 programs, but they're not needed because Mona's come up with new revamp programs that have glossy paper. <laughs> also. Mona's been stuffing swag bags. She's arranged a piece on the fashion show in the style section of the newspaper. And she's even gotten a DJ. I'm leaving this line for you. Bring it home. I didn't write down the line, but it's no con. No con is the DJ. <laughs> I just no want to point out. DJ. Mona, who's just wonderful in this episode. Uh, yes. She's just like a, just a little ball of energy. Uh, so she's so uh you know glad to be like running things in the fashion show and she's like sorry you know like you weren't here and you had all that family stuff and spencer's like what do you mean she's like people thought you were going to jail yeah uh and then that mona is now the committee chair when spencer was before because apparently there is a vote yeah there is a vote and spencer wasn't there Oh yeah, she's like, since when? And yeah, since there was a vote, and you weren't here to vote. Yeah, decisions so, had to be made. I made them. Yeah. So at the fashion show rehearsals, we find out that Mona is an adorable little tyrant. She is uh, a dictator. Yeah. I said no flats, Becky. <laughs> she basically she, like tears in this girl to make sure that she can wear heels on the night of the fashion show. Spencer can't. She just can't handle it. She runs backstage, finds Toby to like, you know, bitch at him. She says, Mona is five feet of insidious snark and a side ponytail. I want to grab it and I want to yank it really, really hard. Can we, in a serious change of form, can we talk about what Spencer's wearing in that scene? You can, yes. Spencer is dressed up like a sexy Jane Fonda workout video. 
She's wearing like short shorts, like booty shorts. Mm-hmm. She's wearing like socks that go up past her knees, mm-hmm. like like almost like thigh socks. And she's wearing like a normal shirt, and on top of that, one of those like tank tops that for women like it just barely covers their boobs. Mm-hmm. And I think there might have even been a headband. Yeah, I That's mean, this this is a serious like sexy workout video outfit. It's another it's day wonderful. in the life of Spencer. Yeah. It's wonderful. I mean, it's, it's completely out of character in some regards and like just tremendously in character in other regards. But yeah, Toby's been doing the good boyfriend thing. Well, Toby, he's, Toby's discovering, down. he's discovering that his new job as a boyfriend is to like perform various like construction duties and to like handle all of Spencer's mania. You know, when Spencer's he's, at 12, he brings her down to me. He's the one who has to be like, calm down. You don't really want to go yank her ponytail. Yeah. Well, like he's like, you know what? You have some serious shit going on. Isn't it nice that somebody else could handle your serious shit for a change? Spencer's like, no. <laughs> yeah. When she's at 12, it's his job to bring her down to a much more manageable, like eight or seven. Mm-hmm. Um, so later on, still- <laughs> so oh, yeah. later on, uh, Mona like runs by and hands Spencer an earpiece. Uh, yeah. Mona's got like the sexy glasses on now and she's like, just hands Hannah an earpiece and just like, you need to track Noel down to like get the slideshow video. Well, she, she grabs it, up Spencer, she's like, where's your headset? Oh, fine, just take mine. She gives her her headset. <laughs> yeah. Um, she tracks down Noel to give her the, C- the CD. So Spencer goes and delivers the CD to Noel. This is my last note about before we get the actual fashion show. Mm-hmm. She gives the CD, which is both, I guess, the photos and maybe also the track listing for the music. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can deliver something like that. But I mean, it's, all, it's a CD. She, she gives it to Noel. And while she's doing so, she spies that her dad and Jessica Durant are having a heated conversation. Um, like somewhere kind of like off in the curtains, you know? Yeah. I just want to point out that Nolan North, at one point, you clearly they mime out that he's saying to her, this conversation is over. <laughs> Which is another one of those lines that only characters in movies and TV get to say. Because don't you want to like say that to people? You don't, you, why time. would you? Because you would just walk away. The conversation's over. You don't need to say it. But you want to be like pointing at the ground and be like, this conversation is over. Well, I think we can address just this last note with Spencer. I can't remember exactly where this happens, but at some point she does confront her dad about him arguing with Jessica De Laurentiis. And he basically Literal. stonewalls and he tells her, like, you don't need to know about that and stay away from Jason De Laurentiis. Would you say that he stonewalls her and doesn't gaslight her? I would say he, oh, stonewalls, he stonewalls her. her. Yeah. He stonewalls her, yeah. Um, so then there's gaslighting her would be to say, I was never arguing with Jessica. You're crazy. It would be to continue to say that, uh, I didn't call her. I called some, some old bitty from the board or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so so then there's the fashion show. Yes. Did you, did you happen to notice there's like a blonde female caterer in a couple of the shots? Uh, she's, she's carrying around, uh, like drinks or something. Yeah. She's like sneering weirdly in a couple shots as she walks by people. Like she like she doesn't like being there. I just thought it was weird that the camera caught her a couple times doing that. The camera catches all kinds of strange things in this this sequence. Um, I just wonder if it was intentional or not. Did you not tell me that that it was somewhere in this episode that like your theory was solidified? Maybe because I can't remember. the fashion show, the actual catwalk experience oh I mean, yeah yeah i remember you that. cannot deny this theory and yeah 
the, the, the subtext is rapidly fully become text. <laughs> so the fashion show itself, there's a there's a lot of shots of the girls and a couple. It's the the four liars, Mona, and like one or two other pretty looking girls. Uh, like six or doing seven doing the runway, various but, like ridiculous fashions. I did not write down many notes on this just because it was just like a little too much estrogen in the room for me. Well, so the fashion show starts. The actually the music, the strutting, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Hannah and Aria walk down together first. Mm-hmm. Then Emily and Spencer. Then Mona struts it along with some some nobody. And Mona's just tremendous. She's just wonderful. She's she's just owning that that floor. Um, then at one point, Aria and Spencer walk down the catwalk together and in that sequence i don't know how to describe what aria is wearing but spencer is dressed like some, some kind of like steampunk vixen and she's clearly two feet taller than aria yeah well the best thing about them doing the catwalk together is on the way back aria slaps spencer's ass well which- there's a lot like every time a girl turns around and heads back up the catwalk towards the the end of the stage the camera lingers on ass shots mm. there's a, so many ass shots in the sequence but uh, after Arya and Spencer go together, well, I, I just thought it was significant that Arya slapped Spencer's ass. Like I just thought that was like a funny little thing that they they would probably do. You know, you first of all, you go, girl. And secondly, mm-hmm. you know, Spencer's ass is like an eye level of Arya anyway. So, <laughs> um, so after Arya and Spencer, then Hannah and Emily come down the, the catwalk, and they are straight up dressed like extras from Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Yeah, seriously. Um, the fashion's ridiculous. The whole time there's this song, this kind of like bitchy Euro pop song where the, the chorus is like the things we do for fashion. Uh, it's, it's pretty terrible. It's like, it's like some like Republica shit from the late eighties. Yeah. Ready to go. Yeah. Um, then there's an Alison D. Lawrence's tribute. And again, it's, it starts off with Hannah and Aria together, then Spencer and Emily. And then, well, well before, we before we get to that, before we get to that, crazy. Before we get to that, uh, I just thought it was weird to see these girls doing the fashion show things because in real life they are all models, and yeah. so they they have the walk down. Um, th- this whole scene's ridiculous. I just don't even know how to process it. It's just so much like ridiculous, like you know, girl fashion thing stuff going on. Well, it's, it's brilliant to watch models, you know, actress models pretending to be high school girls who have no idea how to be models. Well, and like. Emily does a thing where she's wearing sunglasses for one of her walks, and then she like she takes them off and like kind of like bats her eyes at Samara in the crowd or something, and and Pam feels really weird watching it. <laughs> like she has a weird expression on her face. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. I I didn't even write down all the stuff they were wearing because it was all absurd. But yeah, they come out for the tribute. This is like one of the like the weird like uh, uh, drug sequences that I'm sure Jason Diorentis like has on a regular basis. <laughs> yeah. Jason Delorent is like, is this real? I don't even know what's going on. So they all, all four come out for the tribute, and they stand at the end of the walkway. Is behind them, there's like a photo of Allison, and there's like and kind of things go fucking crazy. Yeah, well, for a while they're just standing there, and it's there's nice music playing and photos of Allison, and then one of the photos of Allison, like it, like it, like it starts like burning away, like at the eyes. It's like motion graphics where the eyes burn away to a different photo, and she looks all demonic and distorted and. Is there literally like a record scratch at one point? I think there may actually be a record scratch as the music changes to somebody saying like the bitch is back or something like that. It's like some kind of like hard, like like speed metal song. Mm-hmm. And the words that appear on the like the Photoshop screen presentation is evil bitch monster. Yeah, and it's all like just like weird and demonic and there's flames and shit. Actually, I think the, 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 the lyric from the song is the bitch is dead. If I remember it might be correctly. that, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, and so, yeah, chaos erupts. Chaos erupts. Uh, Hannah and Emily run off backstage because they're all like at the end of the catwalk. Hannah yeah. and Emily run off. Spencer runs over to Nolcon's DJ booth and just starts like ripping cables out. He's like, I can't get it to stop. And so she just like basically rips all the cables out of his mixing yeah, board until it stops. Arya just stands up there alone on the catwalk. She doesn't move. She just stands there as though she's enjoying her moment. Well, it's it's fascinating too because it's literally yeah like everything's burning around her and she's the queen of the ashes for a moment mm-hmm. and they do a moment where she's up there and she's kind of stunned and she's looking around she's not it's not like a carry moment you know what I mean she's not like mm-hmm. freaking out they're not all laughing at her I think she's enjoying but it she's it, she really looks like she might be enjoying it and then they do a thing where they're looking at Ari as she's clearly looking down at, at Jessica De Laurentiis. And they Jessica DeLaurentis like gets up and runs away horrified. They, they never treat you to like the expression on Jessica DeLaurentis' face. Mm-hmm. It's just Arya looking down at her at one point. So after all this in the aftermath, they, they can't get a hold of Jessica DeLaurentis. Like her phone's probably off or something. Uh, she's too upset to talk. And mm-hmm. Arya's like, should we leave a note? <laughs> I just love that. That's, that's Arya's suggestion. Perhaps we send her a note. You know, yeah. that'll make it better. Um, a takes over the big screen again with the girls and leaves them a note, which is my dresses, my game, my rules. Well, this is when, uh, like seemingly nobody's really there except a few people. So this, yeah. this message is specifically for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so backstage, Nolcon comes to visit Arya and he brings her the CD and he basically makes it seem like he thinks Arya is responsible for that. Well, he's like, I thought I'd get this back. This is yours, right? You set that up, basically. Yeah. Jason De Laurentiis shows up, and he quickly takes it and breaks it. Like, he breaks right. the disc so no one will ever watch it. Uh, yeah, it is interesting that Noel Kahn is just like, I assume this is yours. You want this, right? <laughs> yeah, like, it's like a precursor to him, like, blackmailing her, maybe? I don't know. Um, So... All my all my notes are just kind of like, like chronological of the scenes, but so eventually Emily goes home. She runs into Pam, her, her mom, Mrs. Fields. Mrs. Fields' reaction is like dramatically underplaying what happened at the fashion show. Yeah, like dialogue wise. Like yeah, like dialogue wise, she's like, "Oh, don't worry, honey. No one thinks it was your fault." Emily, like, it was like you, Emily's worried that people might think that she was the one who was in on it. You know. Yeah, but it's like. Like they do the smart thing, or they don't even show Ashley. They tell you that Ashley is so you know disturbed by what happened that you know, she can't even be like she can't even be consoled right now. But like Pam, just just like oh honey. Speaking of of what happened tonight, this terrible thing that happened, I think I'm gonna go to Texas to get some of that D. Well, Emily, she asks her mom, like, Mom, did you see any other people when you were dating Dad? <laughs> it's like do you even need to ask pam that of course pam's like no like i made it very clear and we start dating <laughs> yeah because we're religious as shit mm-hmm. um yeah the, if, she made it clear to wayne when they were dating that if it's going to be me then it's going to be only me but yeah so so mrs fields is going to leave for texas and that she's i wonder if there is like a, a caveat there where like pam was like you won't see any other girls but me and wayne is just like I can live with that. Wink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he. No other girls. Fives. No other girls. Got it. He high fives Sean in the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even Lucas too. 
But yeah, so uh, Pam's already talked to Ashley, and so basically Emily's going to go live with Hannah and Ashley. <laughs> I like how she says Ashley can look after you. <laughs> like, Ashley. <laughs> it's like, have you met Ashley, Pam? Yeah, yeah, really. Ashley's going to look after some wine. Why isn't it Spencer? That, I mean, if it was Spencer's family, which, first of all, they've had some weird shit going on in their life this year. But if it was Spencer's family, this theory would explode. It really would, yeah. I, I, I feel like it's it's Hannah. I mean, they're the two fake ones, so putting them together makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Hannah comes home. She's been walked home by Lucas. Or not Lucas, sorry, by Caleb. Well, she she Hannah ran into Caleb after the fashion show, and she basically said, I'll allow you to walk me home. Yeah. She's trying to get the hand back. You're right. Mm-hmm. She comes home, and sitting on the stairs in the dark there is her dad, who's just staring at pictures of Hannah from the fashion show, telling her that he took a lot of photos. Uh, he basically says, like, oh, you were right about me and your mom. Like, I'm not ready to go home yet. I have some things I need to work out with your mom. Yeah. And Hannah's both... It's like she's very ambivalent, I think, is how Hannah's yeah. feeling about this. She's, you know, happy. She's elated, but she's also something else, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, So Hannah ends it with, well, then I guess I'll see you tomorrow then, huh? And he's like, yep. And he takes off. So this is when uh, also Spencer comes home, finds her dad digging in the fridge. She's gone from salty to sweet. And he mentions the, you know, don't worry about what you heard or what's going on with this. You stay the hell away from that. Jason DeLaurentis. Also, meanwhile, Arya hasn't left yet. She's like putting the dresses in a bag, presumably to like give back to uh, Jessica DeLaurentis. I can't imagine. Oh, I forgot to mention the actual dresses. Mm-hmm. Um other than the one that Emily wears, which is just like this like real tall blue drink of water type gown, um, mm. they're all hideous. Like those dresses are really ugly. The Spencer like the one, one is really bad. The Aria one is like, ugh, man, well, I don't even know what's going on there. It's um, saved by the fact that Arya's hair looks ridiculous in that sequence. It's gigantic hair. Yeah. yeah. Should have pointed that out. You know why? Because her legs are always that short. Mm-hmm. So Arya's packing them back up, and Jason DeLaurentis is still around being a creeper. And Arya talks about how, like, it's, like, how many times we have to, like, you know, bury Alice and, like, put her away. Like, every time we, like, do something, like, somebody makes an ugly comment and it brings up all, all these dark details again. And, and then she has the epiphany that she, the liars, and, and Jason, they are the dark details of Allison's life. Which, lol. Mm-hmm. Like, but, damn, Arya, damn. Meanwhile, Jason, he's still, like, 100% embracing Ian's confession and about like how he's he's well, gonna move on with his life now and discover how to be she happy. doesn't let up she's like why would you move back into that house by the way yeah yeah if you're trying um, to move on that's kind of weird jason and asks him like who wrote the note that was left of him you know night after alice disappeared and jason's just like hey like calm the fuck down with all that stuff i've got my answer and he's then, just like i don't care anymore yeah yeah um so he offers to give her a ride home and as they walk away, we kind of pan up to see that the candles on the table next to them spell out A. The candles, they're like those little uh, like tea candles, I think is what they're called. Um, they've been arranged to spell out an A, which I feel like that was just Arya doing that as she was packing up. Yeah, I can see that. And then we get the A tag. A is uh, online doing some, some online shopping. Well, we or, pan over like a, a nice selection of fashion magazines laying mm-hmm. on the desk next to A, and then yeah, she's on she's on the laptop, like looking look, there's some online shopping, ordering some expensive Tory Burch brown leather boots. 
And we she see starts, she starts to type out an address. Five two one four is the the number of whatever she's typing out. Do we know whose address that is? No, we don't. Um, so that that's all we see is a a typing in an address. Apparently, ordering some fancy boots. Perhaps boots she saw at the fashion show. <laughs> We're gonna find out. We will find out. Let's see. The next episode is surface tension. Surface tension. That's a good title. It's a great title. Yeah, it shows all about first surface tension. Let me just take a look at the wiki here. Um, it's got the uh, the photo so, of all of Arya's suitors in one room. So this week's episode, that awful things we do for fashion shows, done by a band called Twirl. <laughs> in case you were curious. Wonderful. Wait, Courtney Davies is Quinn. I want to look her up. She was hot. Um, let's see. This is only Jessica Delanche's second episode. That's right. Apparently, there's a ton of. What product, was the first one? The funeral, the pilot. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Okay. The character, yeah. Apparently, yeah. there's a ton of product placement in this episode for Trace M hair products. Uh, yeah, I forgot. Arya there's a detail back. where Arya like blasted Spencer with some spray paint. Well, or, I'm Arya sorry, some hairspray. Has to go back. She's like, I need to go back and get my stuff. Mm-hmm. Her stuff consists of like eight bottles of Tresemme. Mm-hmm. I guess that's like a an ongoing product placement thing on the show, where if you if you actually watch the show, you'd see commercials. Like if you're watching live, you'd see commercials with uh, the actresses who played Mona and Hannah, uh, advertising the products. Hmm. Interesting. So there you go. We will be back next time to talk about surface tension. Boy, will we ever! All right, we'll talk to you later. Bye.